Well, welcome. This is WNZN Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. Very happy you tuned in for another program we have. And uh, well, David, my friend David Abood, an assistant, is here. David, how are hey, you? Hey, John, doing? I'm doing real good. Thank you. Great to be here as always. And uh, once again, welcome. Thank you for tuning yes. in. I know, uh, you know, Saturday morning, it's a good time frame, and we really enjoy the program. Of late, we've had several, I think, very interesting interviews with people from uh, the president of Grove City College, which was very interesting. Oh, yeah. And uh, my good friend and missionary entrepreneur in Thailand, Raymond Humberg. And then we had some others before that. We look forward to some. Mm -hmm. Charlie, another fellow up in the mountains, mm -hmm. uh, planting churches. In Thailand. In Thailand. Yeah. And um, so we look mm -hmm. forward to those uh, interviews coming up in the, as we move from spring into summer here shortly. Yes. But today I wanted to, and David, we, you and I can discuss, I know you did some research on uh -huh. this too. There's been a noticeable rise in America. It's probably not just America, but maybe around the world, but particularly in America, in the whole interest in the occult, in, 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 in witchcraft, yes. in New Age, mm -hmm. in um, things like Ouija board and tarot cards. And you'll see this in movies, in, in uh, the music. And I'm thinking even at the last Emmy Awards, that was about a month and a half ago, it was basically a satanic mm. ritual up on the stage. And now that was viewed by millions of people in prime time. Mm -hmm. So people have been studying this. Why is this interest in the forces of darkness, what the Bible calls uh, a demonic activity? Right. It's not new. Uh, we're going to see in a minute. It's, it goes way back in the beginning of time, really. And you'll see this in the book of Genesis in a moment. But I want us to really focus on that. One little thing caught my eye. Yeah. Now, this was a couple of years back, but it was talking about the, the sale of Ouija boards. It says the sale of Ouija boards is up 300%. Uh, now, this is a couple of years back. Uh, it's in the Daily Mail, and it's threatening to become a Christmas must-buy, despite what pastors and, and uh, Christian leaders are warning against it. And it goes on to talk about this whole idea that uh, this... Um, this whole thing, this craze yes. of, of Ouija boards and everything else that are coming in vogue now. And so I wanted to look at this now. Yeah, Dungeons just and Dragons Dungeons movie. and Dragons. Yeah, you know, it's, it's similar. Right? Uh, yeah, movies, so. mm -hmm. you know, um, The Craft. Right. Um, the Stepford Wives, mm -hmm. the Poltergeist, all these kind of movies that are influencing mm -hmm. people. And as we get away from the Bible more and more as a country in terms of demographically, statistically, the superstition and the occult get bigger and bigger right. historically because mm -hmm. people are looking for some kind of meaning, mm -hmm. for some kind of power. And I guess we could start at the very beginning to see how this comes in. When you look at Genesis chapter 3, you know, you wonder where all this stuff is coming from. And again, right. like I said, it's not anything new, um, but we should be familiar with it. It says in Corinthians that we should not be ignorant out of the strategy of the devil. And right away in chapter 3, of Genesis, first book of the Bible, mm -hmm. verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, this is Eve, Has God indeed said to you, You shall not of every tree of the uh, garden. And of course, God forbid man and uh, Adam and Eve right. to eat from the tree of good and evil. And so the woman says, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the garden... Uh, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you not touch it, lest you die. And then he says, you will not die. Now, that's really important. Then he says, 
For God knows that in the day that you eat it, your eyes will be open. You will know good and evil, and mm. you will become like right. gods. Right. Now, this is a couple of things here is this. There was things that God didn't want man to know. Right. You know, the yeah. secretive stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to see that in a moment. And not to go into these areas. And the other thing he says, you'll be like God. And see, this comes from Satan. And that's one of the things we're going to see in the New Age is they say you're, you can be like God. Yes. You're almost like a God. Like, yeah. So you see this right from the very start. <clears throat> uh, you're getting this whole thing of the occultic uh, coming in. And we know what happens. They do partake of the tree of the knowledge of good yes. and evil. Uh -huh. They're sent out. And uh, basically it starts man's downfall. But there's the starting point. So whenever we disobey God and uh, go beyond what he's intended for us to know and to learn, mm -hmm. uh, we got trouble. Yeah, we got some trouble going on, and that's what we're seeing here. And you're going to see it uh, for sure. Now it says in Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. This is very interesting. I'm just kind of like laying the basis. Yeah, for what's going on here. But Deuteronomy um, uh, twenty nine twenty nine. Let me just pull that up real quick. Unless you have it there, uh, it's a, it's kind of given instructions. Yeah, I have by it. you got you yeah. want to read that, Deut David? Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. Uh huh. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. Okay, so notice how it starts out. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, yeah. but there are things it says he's revealed to us and he wants us to teach our children. Mm -hmm. That's why we have Bible study. We go to church and we want to learn those things that are in the Bible that God wants to reveal to us. You right. Know, his attributes how to pray, how to grow in Christ, how to be saved, uh, how to lead our families, etc. But what's interesting, it says mm -hmm. there are things that God does not want us to look into. You right. see what I mean? Yeah. There are certain things. Now, this is where we get the word occult. Occult means that which is hidden. Mm -hmm. That which is, it's there, but it's kind of hidden. So in, yeah. in astronomy, if a, if a if a, one star or planet is behind the other, it's in an occult mode. It's it's mm -hmm. behind. Sometimes Dennis will talk about this. A tooth is in a culture. It's it's behind the other. You can't see it. But when it comes to spiritual knowledge, yeah. it's secretive, mysterious knowledge mm -hmm. that man has from the, the book of Genesis onward has want to probe into, to look at what trying to discern the future, yes. trying to have power over people put a curse on things, yeah. all these kind of things. We're going to look at divination, fortune telling, and that's all coming into play. Yeah. And that's the astrology. That's right? the occult. It, yeah, it's all part of it. That's exactly right. So you see this, like, really starting from the very beginning. And when it says in um, Deuteronomy 18, 18, I'm staying in here in Deuteronomy. Yeah, it's I, just I actually, I have, that, I have that one. This is an important one because it really lays out Things we're going to expand on when we talk about. Well, I, I can I can read you the the main verses nine through twelve. What is the occult concerning occult practices? The Israelites were told, when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire. Okay, so here's the thing, David. Yeah. These are God's people. He's taken yeah. them out of slavery, out of Egypt. He's yes. brought them in the promised land. But they're surrounded by other people group, mm -hmm. Canaanites, Hittites, all these Amorites mm -hmm. that practice these things, this yes. hidden knowledge, this witchcraft, sorcery, witchcraft, child, sayers, child sacrifice. Sorcerers, yeah. And, and then he's going to go down that list yeah. of these forbidden uh, practices. 
And when you bring that fast forward to today, yeah. the Christians are surrounded yeah. by all these practices that are out there, and they're enticing Christians, children mm -hmm. of believers, even unbelievers are going in areas they shouldn't go into because it can open doors for the yes. demonic. We're going to look at that. And so here's this warning, and what's mm -hmm. really interesting about Deuteronomy 18, it catalogs them, and we can go down one by one. Yeah. And, for example, you're passing their children through the fire. Well, one of the things they practiced was uh, child sacrifice. Yeah. And when you consider in America, yep. since Roe versus Wade, yeah. we've had, what, over 60 million little babies were killed. Oh, so we yeah. think we're really advanced and we're really high-tech and modern. Uh, that's not always the case. Right. And then he says... Um, as you come in here in chapter 18, uh -huh. there shall not be found among you anyone who makes a son or daughter pass through the fire or one who practices witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Again, statistically, witchcraft is on the rise in America. There's really good data on this. And people looking at why is this? Well, yeah. people have turned against the Bible. Yeah. They're against Christianity. And man is curious and man has this spiritual nature. And they think if they go into witchcraft, they can access powers of nature, uh, herbal. You know, some of this stuff is in bed. I mean, they have incense and special ceremonies and herbs and all this stuff. But, man, it opens the doors. And before you know it, there people are practicing today things that were practiced thousands of years ago. Well, you know, I'm kind of thinking through the show we did on wisdom and discernment. Because, you know, I think a lot of these people are drawn to these games. Or even the Ouija board, as you said and uh, witchcraft and um, et cetera, because they're scared and they're looking for answers. They're looking for power. Yeah. And even when we talk to your missionary friends overseas, they always say they're looking for power Right. in the wrong places. The true power is through Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I think, I think that's, that's the, the issue. Yeah. I mean, a lot has to do with power, a power to know the future, which yeah. we call divination or power over other people, right? Um, to put a curse on somebody to cause harm, make somebody be attracted to you, mm -hmm. uh, to well, do well in business, yes. pick a winning lottery number, mm -hmm. all of these kind of, they're, they're, it's kind of crazy, yeah. but I'll give you an example. Um, you go to a bingo match somewhere, right. yeah, a senior citizen home or something like that. I don't know if you've ever seen these things, but they bring little um, dolls and little teddy bears and little chains they think it's going to bring them luck, so they're going to win the bingo game. They bring these baseball players, uh, sports people. They have little rituals. They, may, they might not change the socks if they've been mm -hmm. winning with those, wearing a pair yeah, of socks, or they right. might wear a medal. They wear a or, lucky shirt. Yeah, they, they, it's not uncommon <laughs> yeah. that these things have penetrated, right. uh, put a horseshoe mm -hmm. uh, above the door, yeah. or, or uh, you know, kind of all of these things, a shamrock. You wear a shamrock, and all of the to 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 bring power or to good bring good fortune your way yeah you know we had toshe malakoff mm -hmm. who was a concert pianist he's now a missionary he's a leader in europe uh, for a group called crew a christian group uh campus crusade yeah, uh -huh. campus crusades that's that's their new acronym and it works with executives of companies or nonprofits. but he said prior to finding the lord he was so focused on superstitions yeah. to a point where it, it was painful. The routines he had to put himself through daily just to wake up and get through the day. Yeah. It turned into just a huge program that was debilitating him. Well again, yeah. there's special ceremonies they right. do. They wear special maybe a mm -hmm. 
good luck charm yeah. or they might do a uh, mm -hmm. call a psychic yeah. or do a psychic reading or astrology all of these things factor in because why mm -hmm. god is jealous the bible says god is a jealous god he wants his our attention yeah. our devotion us looking to him in through prayer mm -hmm. and he communicates us through the word of god through the scriptures he doesn't want us going off these this path right. and seeking out this works of darkness. Yeah. That's what they're called, really. But what transferred for Toshe is when he found the Lord, and then he was free. Yeah, like he Raymond. He was free of all of it, like Raymond, too. Um, it, th that's really the story that, that I hope is being told here when we interview these people. I really do. Yeah, right. It's so powerful. They come out of that yeah. kind of a background. and um, Okay, let's continue yeah, with let's chapter 18. Yeah. He says, now... Um, uh, verse 10, and yeah. one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer. A soothsayer is similar. It would be like a, what you call like a, a medicine man or a shaman or mm -hmm. somebody people would go to to, to, to do a Card curse. Card readers. Do, car, yeah. yeah, things like that. Soothsayer. Right. They're, they're, they got powers. Okay, Or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer. So uh, like in ancient times, Romans would look, well, they may look how the birds are flying, yeah. the formation, or they get the entrails, the insides of, let's say, a rooster they killed, and they could read it. Or they might take arrows, uh, 10 arrows in their hand, and, and hit them on a, a rock three times and let them fall. And then they try to read in there, should we go to war? What's going to happen here? And again, this stuff is, st is strictly forbidden. Yeah. But that's what it means here. Um, witchcraft sorcerers, one who interprets omens, or sorcerers. Sorcerer is one. Now this is a big one because yeah. you'll see this in the New Testament. That's somebody that practices magic. And he's got power or she has power over people. And there's another one, 11. Or one who conjures up spells. See, there's people today. You know, I did workshops down in Dominican Republic and also Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And there's certain stuff down there. Santeria, mm -hmm. voodoo other of these practices and they're putting curses on people by using little miniature dolls and do these special rituals yeah well john you just got back from thailand a yeah. few months ago and the pictures you showed me outside the restaurants with all of the statues and i mean they're, they're huge on that it's right? really really yeah. it's real and they believe like where i was at in thailand they believe every building whether it's a house a restaurant, a bank, a hospital, a school has what's known as a territorial spirit. There's a spirit that resides there, right, in that land. Mm -hmm. And they make a little house, like it's called a spirit house. Some of them are quite elaborate, some are simple. But if you go out there in the morning, you'll see them make an offering. They'll put like a middle, little glass of tea. They'll burn some incense sticks. They might light a candle, put a little bowl of rice and I said to one person once, I said, well, you come back at the end of the day, all that, the tea is still there, the rice is, they say, the spirit came and took the inner essence, <laughs> the inner essence. And they have to do that. It's not, this is like really serious there because they think if they don't do that, then they're going to have an accident. They yeah. won't have a prosperous day. Children might have nightmares. They're in bondage. They're in bondage. Just like what Toshe was talking about. Exactly he said, right. He said it was debilitating him mentally and physically. Yeah. Well, so, Charlie talked about that yeah. when we were up in the mountains, yeah. looking at the churches way up mm -hmm. in the mountains of northern Thailand. And he says one village, um, the village sorcerer or the medicine man, he would say, we, we don't have rain. There's drought. Or uh, we have these uh, infestation of mosquitoes or something because the spirits are offended. Go get a rooster, kill it, or go get a goat and kill it, make a sacrifice and do this. And the, the people were poor. They couldn't afford it, and they were just kept in bondage, kept yeah. in bondage. 
to this fear of the spirits. So once they become a Christian, uh, Jesus says, you, you will have power to trample on serpents and scorpions. Well, that's a metaphor of, of the demonic. In other words, you can have victory. Now, you got to live the righteous life. and You can't open doors and give Satan any place. But uh, you can live in victory. You don't right. have to fear these evil spirits. That's right. So, yeah. so then that's one who uh, conjures spells or a medium. Now, medium is like, um, what's this one called on TV? Long Island Psychic or... Um, You'll see in like these TV series, Real uh, Housewives, or whatever, they always have like a medium or a psychic. They think it's real cute to bring in somebody that's good. Well, that's what it says here, a medium, a medium. This is somebody that's trying to contact the spirit world. Right. And they'll say, oh, we're going to contact your dead uncle or your grandmother, and she's going to speak through me to you. That's a medium. They're, they're in the middle. You see what I'm saying? And so this is, again, thousands of years old, Old Testament, modern day turn on the tv yeah you know so yeah. nothing new under the sun so then it goes from there medium or spiritist or one who calls up the dead now that's yeah. serious because we're going to see that with uh, samuel mm -hmm. with uh, king saul right he was so desperate he went to get a witch and to call up samuel from the grave yeah this is like bad stuff oh, we're yeah. told not to communicate with the dead now that's why really we shouldn't be praying to the dead, you know. The, the, we're clearly told in the scripture, Jesus has risen from the dead. He's ascended to heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father, and he ever liveth to make intercession for us. And he says, come to me, and, and whatever you ask in my name. So we've been invited repeated right. times yeah. to pray to God through Jesus because he is, he is alive. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, and we must avoid all this other trappings that people get into where they think you can pray to an angel or pray to this saint that died a thousand years ago or this kind of a thing. Yeah. You don't want to trifle with these things because the Bible says anyone who's communicating with the dead, which is called divination, for all who do these things are an abomination to the yes. Lord. Because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out before mm -hmm. you. He says, but you be blameless before the Lord. You see what I'm saying? He, yeah. In other words, live separated. Don't Don't venture into those areas yeah and, and again when we talked about the bible uh with the focus on wisdom in the sermon proverbs 1 7 the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction and and this is good instruction this is only to help us especially when i see how it's impacted some people that again that we've had on the show but we're, we're to look to god and his instruction for life is provided in the bible how many times have we said that to do otherwise is foolishly deceptive. Uh, you fool yourself, yeah. and it allows Satan and others to deceive you. Exactly right. So, so that you're, you're you're guarding yourself by being in the Word and focused on God's Word. You don't need that other stuff. You know, it, it, John. I think I think you said this before. At first, it's interesting. You know, even Raymond said that uh -huh. he he started to look. Your curious, your uh -huh. uh, missionary friend we just interviewed um, last week. And he basically said it's very intriguing. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. But then what you find out is it shifts. And once you get consumed by it, it's debilitating. That's yeah, what it is. Right. It's a snare. It's, right. it's a, it, it gets you exactly in. It's right. kind of like a shiny mm -hmm. object. Yep. And before you know it, the people are involved mm -hmm. more and more. And then you're in bondage. That's and right. that's when... Um, I mean, there's actually symptoms you can have of depression and anxiety yes. and sleepless nights, and even physically you can. You be can hard. become suicidal. Can a become lot suicidal. of a lot of you know suicides. I wonder. Um, well, the Bible yeah. says 
the enemy comes to rob, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy. He's out to destroy. Yeah. And, but the same verse it says, but Jesus came to give us life. Right. And life more abundantly. But again, a lot of these people don't realize that. Now, we mm-hmm. see this in Exodus rather clearly. Uh, a couple things are going on here. Number one, when Moses goes to confront Pharaoh, who's got all these people in bondage, you know, for 400 years. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. He, in chapter 5, verse 2, when he confronts him, Pharaoh said, who is this Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? Notice he says, who is this God? Why should I obey your God? You know, that's what people are saying today. I don't need God coming yeah. to me. Now, so when you come forward in chapter 7, um, it says, Exodus uh, uh, uh-huh, if okay. you look at verse uh, 8 through nine, eight through 10. Right. Uh, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when you, Pharaoh, says, when Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Now notice that. That's the power of God, right? Right. But now look at verse 11 and 12. Right. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, ah. And the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts. Notice that. Yeah. Stop there. Notice, wise men, yeah. sorcerers, magicians. They came and they and they did just what Moses did. But of course, you'll see in verse the following verses. Uh, yeah, each, verse, uh, I mean, if I yeah, mm-hmm. each one threw down his staff, and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Look at that. It shows yeah, the power of God. That's right. But notice they. They did this stuff. However they did it, mm-hmm. um, it shows there's power in this occultic uh, yeah. stuff because you're activating the demonic. Yeah. Now, th- what happens next is he goes and strikes the river, right? And it turns to blood. Mm-hmm. And it, verse 10 of that chapter. 10 or uh-huh. uh, 14? The plague uh, of blood? Yeah, you can, okay. you can start it. Uh, the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to, go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the river. Confront him on the bank of the Nile and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go, so that they may worship him in the wilderness. But until now you have not listened. This is what the Lord says. By this you will know what I am, that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. See that? The water's turned into blood. Yeah. Now look what verse 32 says. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 22. 22. Uh, But the Egyptian magicians did the same thing by their secret arts, and the Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord had said. Do you see that? Yeah. They did it. Now, what they did was not at that level. No. But they have power. There's demonic power. Now, uh, the next plague that's going to come on is is the frogs um, that he stretches out his hand. It says in verse 6 of chapter 8. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the water of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. So this is another plague, right, that, mm-hmm. that God has wrote uh, through Aaron and uh, Moses. Uh-huh. But look at verse 7. But, and the, go on. Yeah, but the magicians did the same things by their secret arts. 
They also made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Notice that. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. I mean, it shows you mm -hmm. signs and wonders. They're not always of God. You know, where people said, you know, if you study like religions like in Islam or something, well, an angel appeared to me, you see, yeah. or something like this. Well, you got to test everything with the word of God. And so finally, uh, what happens here in the third plague, um, verse 16, if you look at verse 16, and 17. Sure. Same chapter. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground, and throughout the land of Egypt the dust will become gnats. They did this, and when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, gnats came on people and animals. All dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. Notice that? Now yeah. this plague comes, okay? Yeah. Now look at verse 18 and 19. But when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts, they could not. Since the gnats were on people and animals everywhere, the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not listen, just as the Lord had See, said. See, now they couldn't do it. They had to admit, just the finger of God is powerful. Not even his strong hand or his arm, just yeah, the finger. Right. And they're, they're backing up now. Yeah. This shows us the, yeah. the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The power of God in the life of a believer is so much stronger than occultic, demonic yes. uh, works of darkness. Yes. This is a very important lesson. And like you said, people get ensnared to this stuff. Rather like playing a game. I'll give you an example. Kids start playing Ouija board. They've got a sleepover or something. I'm talking like junior high. Yeah. And ten of them. And, and they're starting to see this thing works. There's stuff going mm -hmm. on. You know, this yeah little platform, mm -hmm. planchet they call right. it, this thing they put their yeah. hands on, starts moving and they're joking around, you know, who likes me and mm -hmm. what am I going to, all of this stuff and this thing is moving. But that is opening doors. Anytime you get involved with this stuff, yes, like a Ouija board, the thing with the Ouija board, it goes way back in time. They have something like that in mm -hmm. Thailand. It's yeah. called something ah. different. But see, what it is, is it, it's usually, here's how you look at it. When you're doing divination, you usually have an object. It could be a Ouija board. It could be dice. It could be tea leaves. It could be reading the palms. Right. It could be reading the stars and the horoscope. Usually there's a material object. And this person, a uh, medium, a sorcerer, a magician, thinks he can interpret it. He can show you how to you know, figure out to get what you want, right? Power. But it's so wrong. It's so bad. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's yes. a trap. And then those kids get involved with that. Now they had a movie. I don't know. It was last year or two. Called Ouija. It was called Ouija. Oh, I didn't and know that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it really promoted the sales. Yeah. But the idea of these kids got kind of mm -hmm. possessed or, you know, oppressed by the devil. But it's, it's, it's like looked at as fun. It's exciting. It's got this element of darkness to it. And people get entrapped by that, you know. And you, you tell them. No, walk, like he told the Israelites, walk circumspectly, walk around that stuff. And if your parents, don't let your children show that on TV or movies because mm -hmm. it downloads images into their memory and their imaginations. It can be very harmful. You know, we just, it, we yeah. can't have unfiltered, mm -hmm. you know, any more than we just eat any old food that's out there. You know, you've you know, got to be a little it, bit It's the same thing when people are watching horror movies, John. You know, and I ask myself the question, I never watched that stuff. Uh -huh. It's just, I just thought it was a waste of time. Thank God I did. But, you know, I think it's about their heart racing 
being scared and kind of feeling that they're alive. And I think it ties into the, you know, Cedar Point rides that are really aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It's all the same thing. They want to feel they're alive. They want to feel the senses. Uh, and they, they like being surprised. But the, the issue is it's like quicksand. Once you fall in and you're up to your waist, it's over. The, the only way out is through God and uh, just like we heard from Toshe, from Raymond, who I think was close to really hurting himself, yeah. uh, if not worse. And, you know, th- this was the only um, remedy. Yeah, right, right. It's the only remedy. And, and again, it's, it's people. The Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. Because people don't yeah. know this stuff. We didn't know this stuff, no, David, because no, we didn't know the Word not. of God. You didn't have no, the Holy yeah. Spirit. I, I, didn't have... I had people that wanted to pull out a Ouija board when I was in high school. I said no and left. Wow. Because I thought, you know, this, I've heard things about, yeah, I wasn't a Christian then, but I had common sense. That was smart. <laughs> I mean, that was really smart, but though. There, the, because, again, and you hear a lot about it in high school. Well, you know, well why, why is kid, it? Because yeah. they're curious. Right. They're, they're starting to get out of the home right. more. Yeah. And somebody, it's almost like pornography. Somebody right. brings it into the group. Uh, this is yeah. somewhat forbidden fruit. Right. Forbidden, right. like yeah. go back to the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. It's explo- And they go, hey, it works. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll tell you who you're going to date or who likes you or what's yeah. going to... What's your future? What's your future? Your future career, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. And so it's kind of a mm-hmm. snare. And, and instead of praying to God... You know, what your future career or who you're going to marry or whatever. But this kind of is an entrapment. And the other big one is the uh, way they're entrapped is that like in Isaiah chapter 47, um, God is speaking here. And he says in, in Ch- Isaiah chapter 47, I'm just going to read a little bit here. He says, um, you, you are wearied in the multitude of your counselors. Let now the star, the astrologers and the stargazers and the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you for what shall come upon you. In other words, God is challenging the people. They're saying, he says, why did you trust in astrology and horoscopes? And that's big today. Yeah. That, well, this is one of the oldest occultic uh, mechanisms yes. in all of history is uh, uh, astrology and horoscope and what's your sign and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at what he says in verse 12. Stand now with your enchantments and the multitude of your sorceries in which you have labored from your youth. Perhaps you will be able to profit. Perhaps you yes. will prevail. He's basically saying they're not doing you any good. No. You know, turn to me and right. get rid of these things. Well, and in, in, in God is very clear. You look at Revelations 21, 27, and he states, Idolatry is also forbidden, and no one who practices it will enter the kingdom of God. And then you look at uh, these types of practices are extremely dangerous because they open our minds of the practitioner to the influence of the devil. And we know we know what Peter 5, 8 says. Uh, he, uh, he warns us to be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. When you open these doors, you have got to be so careful. And, oh, yeah. and God gives us instruction. He warns us. And gives us clear instruction where the dangers are and the potholes are, and it, and, and that's the beauty of the word, John. Yeah, right. That's why you right. need to get in it because we've said it so many times. It gives you a blueprint for life and also for protecting you and your family and your loved ones 
against the supernatural, which we're in every day. Right, right. You and know, so we, we have to understand we're living in the supernatural world. We're not just here in the physical world. And it, it's just, um, I mean, it, it, well, even when you go from the Old to the New yeah. Testament, here's what it says in um, Acts chapter 13. Yeah. Um, Paul is going and he's preaching in this area in, in chapter 14, verse 6. <clears throat> now they had gone through the island of Paphos and found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew yeah. named uh, Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul, or like the councilman, Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. So yeah. this man wants to hear the scripture. But Elimus, the sorcerer, for this, his name is translated, withstood them seeking to turn the proconsul away. Yes. He doesn't want them to get the word of God. Yes. You see, that that's the devil. The devil doesn't want you to get the word of God. Mm -hmm. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked. He says, oh, you full of deceit and fraud, you son of the devil. Look what he calls his sorcerer. You yeah. enemy of all righteousness. Will you not cease perverting the straight way of the Lord? Now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you. You shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. Yeah. So, so now we see the, the, the this guy that was a sorcerer is made physically blind yeah. uh, because of, uh, you know, he wanted, not only is he practicing something that's forbidden, but he wants to keep other people from yes. coming to the Word of God. Yeah. That's an important yeah. thing. Yes. Where... Um, yeah. It's just not right, you know, and so, go on, I'm sorry. Well, so I, I wrote this visual down because this really struck me when I was looking at Deuteronomy 4.19, and it goes through the types of superstitions in the world, raising from the benign, such as not walking under a ladder to the occult practices of astrology, black magic, all the stuff you mentioned. But I, I had this visual in my head because, you know, we used to go to Niagara Falls every few uh -huh. years, and I remember standing on the edge of the falls, you know where where you have it where you can just see the water oh, yeah, coming yeah. and going over it is alluring it's fascinating it's mesmerizing yeah, right. and it moves really slow until it puts you into a trance if you stare at it long enough but what happens if you go over the falls well, yeah. with no protection your chances of survival are not that great so i i think it's the same kind of visual you just have to say no yeah. before you open that door um, and and again, it's increasing. Yeah. It is increasing statistically. Oh boy! Uh, Especially with, and I think it's all the anxiety in the world, John. People are looking and searching uh, in the wrong places. They're searching in the wrong power. places. And when you look at history, David, like the Dark Ages, what happens is when man gets away from the light of God's word. Right. The Bible is called a light unto our feet, a lamp unto our path, right? right? Oh, yeah. So you get away from that. What does that mean? That means you're walking down a darkened path. Yeah. And because man is essentially a spiritual being, man man knows yes. he's not that, like there an is. animal, like yeah. a squirrel right. or a, you know, a, right. a, a dog or whatever. So man has these spiritual yearnings, but where does he take it? He goes in these forbidden areas, mm -hmm. and this opens doors wide open. You'll see this clearly if you look at uh, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19. Acts of the Apostles, uh, chapter 19. Um, okay. Look at verse 13, 13 through 16. Okay. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish 
chief priest were doing this. One day the devil spirit answered them, Jesus I know and Paul I know about, but who are you? Okay. Yeah. Go on. Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. See this? They try to traffic these 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 yeah. men, these sons of Siva, yeah. and try to do what Paul did through the power of the Holy Spirit to set people free from the demonic. But they were involved with the demonic. They were involved with the demonic. They're, they're exorcists that were practicing these arts, right? <clears throat> these evil right. arts. And then look at the enemy does. Look at the devil did. Through these men, he jumped on them, seven men, and started beating them all up, mm -hmm. okay? The result of this, it said, uh, verse 17, yeah. this became known both to Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and the fear fell on them all. I guess so. And the name of the Lord was magnified. And many who believed came confessing and telling their deeds. Now look at this. And many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them. It totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. Wow. So the word of God prevailed. So in other words, these people these people were in darkness, right? And they were. it was just like everyday stuff. Practice magic. Uh, rituals, wearing amulets, bowing down before idols, uh, invoking demons, trying to predict the future, yes. contact the dead. And once they saw the Word of God and the power of God, they said, that's it. We, one of the biggest things you can do when you're involved in this stuff is cut loose. Cut loose. If you got those kind of books or Ouija board, or if those kind of friends, or if you're watching certain programs that are instructing you in these kind of rituals and this kind of activity, Give it up, man. Yeah. You, you, you can't. It's like like these people that have a poisonous snake for a pet. You ever see that on TV? You know they have a. They think it's cute to have a rattlesnake. I knew people over in Thailand like that. But man, that thing will bite you. It'll kill you. It's you don't play with those things, right? You just don't play yeah. with those things. And so uh, here you see Old Testament, New Testament, this whole idea of uh, the demonic, and you'll see this even at right. the very end of the Book of Revelation. Chapter 21. Well, before we get there, we could actually stop at Galatians. Look at Galatians 5.20. Just to show you this is modern. Galatians 21? Uh, Galatians 5. Oh, Galatians 5. Chapter 5. Okay. This is a <clears> list <throat> of sin that Paul is putting out there. Uh, you can start with uh, uh, 19 through 21. Sure. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now notice, I want to notice something here. Do you see where it says witchcraft or sorcery, uh -huh. idolatry? Often when people get involved with that, they open these other doors for hatred, for drunkenness, for revelry, a murder. They might have animal sacrifice or human sacrifice. Do you notice these yeah. fornication of adults? These other things come in when people open those kind of doors. Whereas if, you're, if you open the door to the kingdom of God and want to live for Christ, it's just the opposite. You don't practice these yes. things. Do you well, see how that door opens? Yes, and, and it, that's why you have to be so careful, and that's why we have to follow 
the advice God's given us because he knows the world we're in. We're in this supernatural world. But um, the key is, we, as it says in the Corinthians, yeah. we are not ignorant of the strategy of Satan. People in the world don't know this. Right. But we as believers, just like we're talking today, and to our audience, mm-hmm. which we're very happy you tuned into WNZN yeah. Radio, just to get, this is really practical information, but yeah. we're just skimming the surface, mind you. But it is alerting people like, hey, uh, we, we need to gift a discernment. So if a TV program comes on or a book comes on or somebody says, hey, we're going we're gonna, to um, have a fortune teller to come to our party. We're going to have a psychic. We're going to have somebody try to contact your dead uncle or any of this kind of stuff. The, right away, a red flag should go up and say, I don't want to be part of that. Yes. I don't want to be part of that. And this goes all the way through, even to the end of the age. And if you look at the book of Revelation, right. chapter 21 and verse 8. Chapter 21 and verse 8. Okay. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all the liars... They will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is that? the second death. You see what's included in there? It's that whole thing with witchcraft or sorcery. And this is like the second end of the death. age. Yeah. And, uh, but that's one of the sins that are listed with sexual immorality, with murder. And that's where God puts this kind of stuff. It's high on the list of things that God hates or causes an abomination. Yeah. It's not... It's not toys. Yeah. It's not the thing no. that we should trifle with. That's right. It's the same thing in Revelation when you turn to the next page, 22 verse 15. 22 verse 15. Um, you can start with verse 14 and 15. Okay. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. That See that? Now, do you see? Like, if you think of TV today or movies today, sexually immoral, murder, idolatry, people that like and practice a lie, mm-hmm. and sorcery or witchcraft. Those are right at the end of the Bible, they're, right at the beginning. They're all over the action movies, uh, well, a lot of it. All of yeah. there. And people are intrigued by this, and they think it's cute. Um, but I, once again, the warning bells go off that this is real, mm-hmm. real problematic. And um, the idea being here, uh, just like divination, divination is where you want to do something to predict the future. Mm. And, and God says only he can predict the future right. with accuracy. But people don't understand this, and so they start getting involved in this, these kinds of things. And the other thing is we have to watch out. Just because somebody does something spectacular or like a miracle or a magic trick, mm-hmm. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, I'm just laying this out. We have a couple minutes left. Yeah. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 44, verse 24. Matthew right. 24. Right, so Matthew 24, verse 24? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even the elect. See, it's saying they're going to perform wonders, maybe make something in the sky happen or make something appear. Uh, Just like these guys, like Muhammad has a spirit visit him in a cage. Joseph Smith, founder of Mormonism, 
He has this encounter with this angelic being. Uh, these are all problematic, uh, and that we're constantly warned against. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 3.8 says this, a similar uh, topic. 2 Timothy uh, 3.8. 2 Timothy. I'm just going to turn there and look at this guy. This constant warning is out there for people. 2 Timothy 3 verse 8 says this. Yeah. Now, as Janes and Jambres resisted Moses, that's what we just saw way back in right. Exodus, the magicians. So do these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove concerning the truth. Uh, and he says, they, they will come, uh, and he says, they will lead you captive. That's what this whole chapter 3 is about. It says, chapter 3, verse 1, Know this in the last days, dangerous times are coming. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, trady, heady, hot, lovers, prideful, lovers of pleasure, rather lovers, having a form of godliness, but denying the power of such people, churn away. For of these sorts, they creep into households and make captives of gullible women, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then he says, always learn and never come to the truth. And now as James and Jambres resisted Moses, those are the magicians. And he's saying that's, that's going to happen uh, even in the end of the age. These kinds of things are going to come forward. And why? It's because quite simply is... Uh, in the last days, it says these things are happening. In First Timothy, First yeah. Timothy, chapter four, verse one through one through three. First Timothy, one through three. Okay. First Timothy, uh -huh. verse one, one through three. It, it, Timothy, uh, one Timothy three. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, one Timothy, chapter four, one through three. Oh, okay, four. My mistake. Okay, one through. Okay, the Spirit clearly says that in the later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. There it is. You see yeah. that? So these things that people are learning, they think is spiritual or supernatural. It's coming from the demonic. Yeah. It's coming very clearly from the demonic. Right. And it's they speak in lies, hypocrisy, have their own conscience seared with a hot. In other words, even their conscience. They don't know what's right and wrong any no. And they forbid to marry, commanding to abstain from foods, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving, and on and on it goes. But the idea being that um, these these kind of teachings are coming from the demonic realm. Yes. And uh, once again, uh, when you study this stuff, yeah. it's, it's, right, it's so clear. It's just it so is so clear. And the remedy is so clear. Uh, number one, don't open the doors. Number two, if you're compelled and can't control yourself, get in the Word. You, you remember um, when we were talking to Raymond, he said that that evening, you know, he had this demon that kept coming to him. He couldn't breathe. His eyesight was kind of covered in gray. Um, it really had a con control of him trying to get him to come to the other side. Yeah. And that night he said he was going to do it after a year. And then um, he, he was able, uh, the Lord came to him, showed him the Bible, and he kept reading. He basically read himself through the challenges he was having and his healing uh, by being in the Word, and then he came to the Lord, and the rest is history. Exactly right. Yeah. And and you know that's why it's, it'll say in Ephesians six, 
this is the classic one for believers. Mm -hmm. It says, it says, Ephesians chapter six verse ten. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Yeah. In other words, not our might, not our cleverness. Um, I've I've shared before that when a person in Thailand would come to accept Jesus Christ and get rid of all this paraphernalia, all this occultic stuff and strings they used to wear and spiritual houses mm -hmm. and all these magical words, they were set free. They were set free. It was real to see that these people set free. So they were strong in the Lord. But then it says, put on the whole armor of God right. that you might be able to stand against the wiles or the strategy of the devil. He's out there. You know, he's real. But we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of mm -hmm. wickedness. Now notice, in that one verse, it tells you there's different levels yeah. of spiritual entities, mm -hmm. these demonics. Some yes. are very powerful, some are lesser, mm -hmm. and of course, because Satan cannot be everywhere, he's just right. a singular being yeah. like an angel. But you got, I don't know how many are out there, yeah. these lesser ones, yeah. but they're looking for points of entry. Yeah. They're looking you know, for points of entry. He says, but uh, we know this. He says, therefore you, believers, mm -hmm. take up the whole armor of God yes. that you might be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all, stand. In other mm -hmm. words, be firm, be firm. And then he tells us how. Standing therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Well, what's truth? Jesus says in John chapter 17, verse 17, in his priestly prayer, he says about believers, sanctify them by the truth, right. thy word is truth. So we know, how, how do we get close to God? How do we get sanctified? How do we get power? Through the word of God. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And then he says, have your feet shod with the, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then there is the word of God again, the yeah. gospel of peace, yeah. right? Wherever you go, it's on your feet. And above all, Take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked yes. ones. So if these thoughts come at us, or these kind mm -hmm. of ideas, or even a magazine or a book or a film, we'd know right away you put up the shield of faith and say, I don't want that. I don't want I don't want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. And this is what we gotta teach people, especially young people, yeah. that uh, everything out there is not good. It's no. not it's, it's meant for their harm, yes. really. And it's just a, yes. and then it finally will say, um, take the shield of faith and take the helmet of salvation uh, and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. That's it starts and finishes with the word of God. And I think that's very important to realize. Even when Jesus is tempted in the wilderness, remember forty days, mm -hmm. he will say uh, it is it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It right. is written, man shall not live by rule. So he doesn't even appeal to his own argument, so to speak. He goes right to the word of God, and that's what defeats the enemy. That's the power we have in the Holy Scripture. Yeah, and, so, and you know, the word is referred to as the sword mm -hmm. of our armor, and it's both offensive and defensive weapon. You know, you think about the training of the Roman soldiers or anybody that had a sword, ninjas, whatever it is, and the amount of time that they use to be become, you know, uh, masters or you know uh, have perfection in what they did. It's the same for us as Christians. We can't just call ourselves Christians and not be in the Word. No, you cannot you, you, you be. You got to know what your tools are. You can't just walk out there and say you're a Christian. You know, it's funny because my, uh, my wife and I were talking about this the other day when we first became Christians and were baptized. We thought this was going to be easy sailing. Quite the contrary. Mm. Uh, 
Uh, right, John? So the amount of arrows that attacked us were incredible on all different levels. And it was basically to, to push us off our path. Yeah, yeah. So you can't just call yourself a Christian and not be in the Word and not be around people that are similar to you and your belief systems, that you can help each other. You've got to be under a church. It's all part of a system, just like putting on your armor. Right. You're not going to go out there with just a sword and be a Roman soldier. It, it's it's the entire system you need to be successful. And that's why you need others. Right. Other believers can strengthen one another's faith. Yeah. Like you say, David, the more you understand the mm -hmm. Word of God, the more you're equipped. Right. Because you'll, right away you'll... You like say, hey, that's yeah. not right. That's not yeah. of God. That's wrong. Right. And before we didn't have that filter. We just like, all right, whatever. You know, am I right? We yes. just like, it's it's almost like you're gonna go play an NFL and you're not wearing a helmet. You're not wearing shoulder pads. You're not wearing any of that. You're just going out there. Well, mm -hmm. you, in three plays, you're gone, man. You're gonna be carried off on a stretcher. Once you get into it deep enough, what I have found for myself, it's kind of like X-ray vision you have. You can discern which people you want to be associated with versus others. And sometimes it's very painful where you had friends that you always saw and you enjoyed. But sometimes you move past those people right. for, for the right reasons. And you're going to continue to pray for them, hoping that they find the same path you're on. Right. But you can't force anybody to be on that path. But it, it, in the end, um, it, it's, it's just like, like we have been talking about. The Bible equips you with a full set of tools to be ready to go up and, and do battle with the supernatural, which is what we do every day. Yeah, right. And and, and like I said, we're yeah. highly resourced people. We're exactly. empowered. Right. You know, we have the Holy Spirit. The Bible says clearly, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, mm -hmm. i.e. the devil. Yeah. But also we have the Word of God, yes. which is extremely powerful. And then not only that, we have other believers. Yes. And so there's a lot of protective systems God has given us as believers. And I want to close with this. Yeah. You know, um, again, we just skimmed yeah. this. This could be, oh, yeah. we wow. could do a whole thing just on Ouija board. We could do a whole thing on Fortune Armor, Teller. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, uh, and maybe we will in the future. Yeah, maybe we'll get an show. expert on too. But what I want to leave everybody listening to, first of all, once again, thank you for listening to WNZN Radio, Lorraine, Ohio. Uh, this is 89.1 FM on your radio on the station. But remember this, with, 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 when Jesus came into this world, uh, it says in First John, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the evil one. Right. That's one of the things Jesus did. Not only did he save us, not only did he put in right relationship with God, forgive us our sins, and dwell us with the right. Holy Spirit, all of these things, but he also came to break the hold the enemy had in yes. the lives of believers. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. But, and I leave you with this one verse where anyone's listening, that maybe you haven't committed your life to Jesus Christ, but this is a perfect time to do so. Uh, look at the scriptures. I always encourage people to look at the Gospel of John. Read one chapter. If you can, read one chapter a day. It's not that long. Ask God to reveal himself to you. Yes. And realize it's just simply uh, acknowledging that you're a sinner in need of a Savior and that Jesus will come in and, and give you that brand new life. It happened to David. Yes. It happened to me. It yes. happened to the, all these people we know that completely yeah. transformed their lives. And I want you to remember one scripture in closing, and that is John chapter 10. Verse 10, easy to remember. John 10, verse 10. It says, the enemy comes to rob, kill, to kill, and destroy. and destroy. Look around you. He's destroying lives uh, through all kinds of ways, through alcohol, mm -hmm. through pornography, through drugs, through all kinds of hatred and everything else. 
But in that same verse, Jesus says, but I come that you might have life, that's salvation, <laughs> yes. and life more abundantly. Right. He wants Amen. you to have that life. Yes, he does. Uh, you know, a flourishing mm -hmm. of peace and power and, and, and help your children yeah. and your grandchildren mm -hmm. and influence other people's lives and point them to Jesus Christ. So God bless you all. Thank you, David, for tuning in. Thank great you for being here. Great to be here. here. Have God a great weekend, everybody. God bless.